0: You probably heard during the newscast that uh, the Surrey policing decision will be coming down at 12 noon. On Wednesday, today's uh, announcement uh, comes as a Toronto Star uh, reporting that uh, their sources say that Justin Trudeau wants to transform the RCMP uh, to the point where the RCMP would be Canada's version of the FBI, uh, focusing more on cybersecurity, national security issues, and to shift the focus away from local policing that would be handed over to the provinces. So uh, the RCMP would handle issues around national security, terrorism, financial crime, cyber Cybercrime, organized crime, uh, and the provinces uh, over the long term uh, would handle policing for their respective jurisdictions. Joining me now to talk a little bit about that issue is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Richard, welcome. Joe, thanks for having me. Yeah, so this uh, uh, article today in the Toronto Star is very interesting. And I know uh, Mike Farnworth and Assistant Commissioner Maureen Levy uh, were at a press conference earlier today on a separate issue. Uh, they were asked about this. Let's take a listen to, to what both of, the, both of them had to say on the issue.
1: Police reform is an important issue, and it's an issue at the local level, the provincial level, and at the national level. Um, I know at the national level, uh, my federal counterpart, the federal minister, it's in his mandate letter uh, to look at uh, uh, review uh, uh, contract policing uh, in the same way that uh, similar uh, uh, things are in in my mandate letter in terms of the future of policing in British
0: Columbia. We are the provincial police force in uh, British Columbia. And we work in close concert with our municipal partners, our communities, our municipalities, to make sure that uh, uh, we provide the best possible service for public safety. So really, uh, you know, dancing around the issue uh, at at this moment, and I don't, and I understand why, because it is these are just initial reports. But uh, first and foremost, this is not a new idea, is it? No, it's not a
1: new idea, and it's something that, as the minister described there, is in Federal Minister Marco Medellino's Uh, mandate letters to look at the role of the RCMP. And we know that the contract expires in 2032. The premiers weighed in on this last week when they all met together in Winnipeg. And one of the things that they said universally across the table is they're all suffering from dramatic staffing shortages within the RCMP. And clearly the current mandate for the RCMP is not working for a lot of jurisdictions. And having police forces that are woefully understaffed undermines public safety. And Premier after Premier, including our Premier David Eby, raised these issues around the Premier's table. And the fact that this story has come out through sources in the Toronto Star uh, this week is not surprising. This is a pivotal week for the RCMP. The Surrey detachment is its largest community police force. What that looks like moving forward is going to help dictate the conversation around urban policing for the RCMP. And the fact that the federal government is seriously considering completely overhauling its mandate is a crucial piece that Mike Farnworth needs to weigh when making a determination. Will he keep the RCMP with the fact that maybe a decade down the road, the RCMP no longer polices in communities at all? So maybe it's better to pull off the Band-Aid now, move towards the Surrey Police Service, take on those additional costs, and allow for a smoother transition down the road. If it's inevitable, the RCMP will no longer be funded to police uh, in different
0: communities. Mm -hmm. And as you said, 2032, it's not like it's happening tomorrow. This would be, if it were to ever happen, it would be a a very, very slow uh, transition, which I think it needs to be when we're talking about law enforcement uh, in in our country. Any sense, uh, Richard, why we've got to this point of staffing shortages with the RCMP? I'm not talking about, you know, a little here, a little there. This seems to be a systemic challenge, and these things don't just happen one day. This takes many, many years to get to this point?
1: Yeah, it's a combination of a number of things. The RCMP is not immune to the same challenges all employers are having. The fact that uh, the baby boomers are retiring, those who are invested in career-long policing are retiring, and the force is struggling to recruit new officers. There's a culture within the RCMP that a lot of officers do not want to get involved with. And one of the other concerns that has been raised a number of times is the fact the RCMP moves officers around to different areas. So you may establish your family in one community and they get moved off to another community. It's hard on families to do that, obviously. The RCMP does that less and less now, uh, but that was a growing concern that wasn't caught on fast enough by the Mounties and led to some of these concerns. But it's internal strife, uh, it's uh, attrition over age, and all of those things the RCMP has not been able to modernize and keep up and that 's why you 're seeing this massive shortfall while well, you 're seeing you know uh it's a longer um build-up time, training time to get into the RCMP. So for some entrants, it's easier to get into a local police force. So all of those factors combined have led to some of these real serious staffing challenges we see
0: at the RCMP. Mm -hmm. Now, Premier Daniel Smith in Alberta, even prior to this, uh, their provincial election, uh, had mused and talked about a provincial police force and studying an Alberta uh, force at one time. This sounds great on paper, but if BC were to go down this route, uh, and there's different models, you could have a metrovan Vancouver Force of Vancouver Island Force, and the rest of BC Force, which would all be under one provincial uh, uh, a police program. But with it means dollars. Is there any conversation about dollars and any sense of how much that would actually cost the province?
1: Yeah, we know that there are short-term dollars on the table when it comes to moving towards with the Surrey Police Service to help absorb some of those costs when it comes to property taxes. But no real conversation yet on transitioning out entirely and. That ending of the contract of 2032 is crucial because clearly one of the substantial costs associated with any type of change like this, Jazz, are the sort of severance costs that you need to pay to buy people out of their positions. uh, And then obviously trying to figure out those transitions in terms of moving contracts from one force to another force. So it's unclear how much it would cost. But if we move towards this sort of federal model where the RCMP oversees, you know, federal investigations and local policing is left to municipal forces. There will be federal money transferred off uh, based on the percentage of RCMP officers currently on the ground. So BC where we have the highest number of RCMP officers doing community policing would get a higher percentage of that funding than say Quebec or Ontario, where you have, Almost none of that uh, sparring some highway patrol and, and other specialized forces at a provincial level
0: you know on the on the surface of it it doesn't sound like a bad idea and I'm not even talking about local policing but when I look at you know cyber crime financial crime Terrorism, national security. It's not about um, traditional looking mounty that you need to hire. You actually need to hire data experts. You need to hire accountants uh, when it comes to financial crime. I mean, when was the last time yeah. this country put a high profile business person behind bars? I mean, in the U.S., they literally do it every week. I mean, Martha Stewart went to jail, for God's sakes. You know, anybody they can catch, they'll throw behind bars when it comes to financial crime. Uh, I remember covering stories. There's a report in the 90s where, uh, you know, uh, had, those at E-Division would say it's hard for them to even get a case put together to put somebody away, never mind uh, uh, you know the resources that are required to do so. One could argue this is the right way to go and the RCMP can start hiring not just police officers, more importantly, accountants, data experts, uh, you know, terrorism experts. Not saying they don't have them, but they don't have the depth that is needed to actually deal with the real threats that we uh, face every single day in this country.
1: And investigating is getting harder and harder. And doing these types of forensic audits, as you describe, is harder and harder. Criminals are getting smarter. They're taking advantage of new technology. And by using that new technology, they are keeping up. And police forces need to respond to that. They need to hire the best of the best in understanding how to do all of this. And that is one of the things that the RCMP is clearly looking at, is if you have an intense focus solely on doing these massive federal investigations, you can... Fund and spend to find those specialist officers, but also, as you mentioned, technicians, IT folks, forensic auditors, all of these things that are needed uh, to catch these criminals who are finding new places. You know, it's not about showing up at banks anymore with some guns and telling them to put their hands up and grabbing a few bags of cash and getting in a getaway car. Crime is much more complex now, like so many things in terms of online attacks, cyber attacks, uh, these sort of mass fraud investigations, as you mentioned. So keeping up with those criminals is challenging and, and you
0: know, potentially a consolidated force like this would help uh, do some of that work that's needed hey at the end of the day al capone was caught by the accountants and not law enforcement (laughs) per se so you never forget that never forget (laughs) that that's for sure richard thank you for your time and by the way before we go uh the decision uh, the announcement on wednesday uh your thoughts uh not that i'm going to hold it hold you against hold hold it against you but does it look like it uh, the thinking is it'll be sps so police it's, service? it's looking
1: pretty clear that the province is leaning towards the Surrey Police Service. There have clearly been conversations with the city of Surrey. I think you'll hear Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth talk a lot about working with the city towards this transition. There may be some ways to accommodate more resources in the short term to the RCMP, but we will see. I, I expect the minister to say that he is moving forward with the Surrey Police Service and hopes Uh, that the city comes with them and will say that they just did not meet the conditions that were needed in order to ensure public safety largely tied in to these massive uh, staffing issues that we were talking about. Richard, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's my pleasure. We'll talk soon.